0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the <laughs> Kings of the South Podcast and NFC South Podcast. As you can see, we are not live. We did not live stream the draft <laughs> because we suck with technology. <laughs> we, yes. I don't know if any of you watched our attempts to do it today, but it was a <laughs> complete disaster. Uh
1: it was a circus. It, it was a, a complete a, circus.
0: Was, like I tj couldn't connect to the thing i couldn't find it i couldn't pull it up my child was in it for a good amount of time couldn't focus (laughs) couldn't focus so uh yeah we we couldn't do how we want to do so we're just gonna give you our our you know fresh off of round three our reactions to the pick so far uh yeah, you know, uh oh, I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Corey. That's TJ right there. We are the host of this fine uh, this this fine podcast, and uh yeah, how, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm stressed, man.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it this uh this whole process whooped this man. It it, it like this like trying to live stream was Brock Lesnar and we were Zach Gowan. Yeah, <laughs> They, yeah. They will this. O- only the nerdy wrestling fans get that reference. And if you do, salutes to you. If you don't, salutes to you. Go ahead and pull up Zach Gowan versus Brock Lesnar on YouTube. It it, it, it see what you get. It's <laughs> it's uh peak Vince yeah. my man. Peak Vince peak Vince. But uh, yeah, uh, what what do you say we break down this drive, buddy?
1: Yeah, man. Um it was a good one um i think night was more interesting night two, there was trades but i think everything everybody came off the board pretty quickly you know in the grander the grander scheme of things on the on the names that we were you know concerned about um i uh i liked and we we both called it when um the steelers took joey porter jr at
0: 32
1: mm-hmm. um And then Will Levis went, and you know, oh, Will,
0: Will the Thrill, Bo Callahan. uh,
1: Yeah, his run of not getting drafted ended uh, pretty pretty quickly on uh, night two, which is good for him. Yeah, yeah, uh, overall, I'm looking at it now, and you know, uh, Matthew Bergeron going to the Falcons at 38. Um, Wait,
0: wait, wait. I know. Wait, wait! B- before before we get into the second round and third round, listen. You know these folks, these five folks, haven't heard our takes on the first round. You know, they haven't
1: heard anything oh, right. from yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I haven't heard anything. From <laughs> Sorry, us. I forgot we didn't do a live stream last night. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, first round was uh mm-hmm. was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bryce Young went number one. Yep, naturally, you know. Yeah, a foregone conclusion. <laughs> um y'all took Bijan Bijan Bijan. Get his name
0: right, baby. Get his name right.
1: Let's <laughs> B- go. Bijan Robinson. Um, oh, yeah. and then uh the Bucks took um Elijah Cansey. Oh yeah, Elijah Cansey. I couldn't think of his name. Oh. Um from Pitt who some people compare, at least in measurables, to um, Aaron Donald. Yeah. Um, Which, ironically, their measurables are pretty much the same. Um, We'll see on how much of the the on-the-field performance is the same. Um, Yeah. Um,
0: uh, yeah. They ended up getting – Hey, they got our boy. We called it. We called it. Ryan Brzee. We called it.
1: Ryan Brzee, yes. We, we yes, called Brian it. Brzee.
0: See, folks, if you if you listen, if you like and subscribe, you will hear you know these takes first so that you can go yeah. tell your friends, and so you can look like the genius, you know. Although, you know, I don't consider ourselves geniuses. You know, a a dead clock is right twice a day, you know. And uh <laughs> yeah, These are, this, yeah is right. one of, this is one of those times man you know we called it um yeah mm-hmm. outside of the NFC South what are some of your other favorite picks out of the first round um I know you were a you were a big fan of the uh the Texans uh, what they did in the draft
1: yeah I I I I know some people might knock it for what they gave up to move from 12 to three to have back-to-back picks. But I just think, you know, them setting themselves up to where they got their defensive player and they got their franchise quarterback back-to-back picks, I think that was great for them because they needed an edge rusher, but they also needed a quarterback, but they weren't going to get – or Anthony Richardson as well. Um, so I think the board played out in their favor. Um, and I. you can argue, yeah, they did give up a little too much with them giving up their first-round pick for next year. Um, but I think overall, when you look at the big picture, you're getting a, a de- defensive player who is playing the most important position on defense, pass rush, uh, edge rusher. Uh, arguably, that's the most important position on defense besides, you know, having corners. Um, you know, like I said to you last night on the draft, you know, um your secondary is only as good as your your pass rush. So, and the Texans have a really good secondary. and I mean, we talked about it this morning or this afternoon, um before day two started. Um, how the AFC South is wide open, in my opinion. I, I, I mean, the Titans are always finding a way to win, even I, when we think it's gonna be trash.
0: Like, <laughs> I, I don't saying how. Like I, yeah. I don't, I don't expect much from them this year, but watch, they're gonna be in the yeah, division. Yeah, we say that
1: though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the Texans are arguably one of the top two most talented teams in that division top three for sure uh i would take them over the titans i don't i just besides derrick henry and and simmons i i don't really there's nobody on the titans that really scares me that's because um,
0: that's because will levis ain't take a snap yet man oh oh we'll get
1: into that because i i mean yeah. we're gonna cover the whole <laughs> I, I, don't, I i plan on hitting on some draft picks that aren't nfc south teams but oh, yeah. um I, a pick for them. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think overall, uh, uh, Texans probably had my favorite draft picks of the night, Um, just the way they set themselves up for success. And I I get the the idea behind, you know, you gave up your first for next year, but they still have Cleveland's first, so it's not like they're not going to have a first-round pick. Um, And we'll see what they do this year. Who knows? I mean, they were – yeah, they only won, what, two games? Yeah. Three games. But, you know, they were competitive, even the games they lost. It's not like they were getting blown out every week. Um, not every so we'll week,
0: see. Every other week they were get blown out, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's games where they didn't show up. I mean, but also, too, that coaching staff was not the hey, best. Hey, hey, hey,
0: mm. no, no Lovey Smith slander will be tolerated on oh, the show. I mean, I love Lovey because if he set Carolina up, you know, if mean, yeah, Houston had come yeah, no on pick, they would have yeah. took Bryce Young. Yeah, he did you a solid, man. You know what I'm saying? So he respect. did us a solid. So, show some gratitude, man. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful, man. We got Bryce Young. So, you know, best right. quarterback in the class.
0: Right. He, well, you know, that's, uh, you know, no better segue than that. Let's get into it. Uh Bryce Young, yeah. QB1, first overall pick. How yeah. are you feeling as a Panthers fan and – uh, you want to let the people in on your uh your take you you, you gave to me earlier? You know, uh, I thought it was a little out there. It's too early to say, but you know, I mean, it, it's it's, it's y'all say. it's y'all moment. I, I'm not go I'm not gonna stand in your way, man. The city is excited, the state is excited. So, who am I? I who? haven't
1: seen so much coverage in Charlotte since Cam was drafted.
0: They literally had a parade when this man showed up today. <laughs>
1: And arguably, (laughs) arguably, I think he's been treated like a bigger deal. Than
0: anyone I've ever seen. Like,
1: they had a parade. Cam was just blown up. Like, when Cam was drafted number one, I don't think we – I don't remember. And also, too, Jerry Richardson was the owner back then, and Ron Rivera was the head coach. So we were a very conservative organization when it came to publicity and things like that. I mean, they rolled out the red carpet today in Charlotte. They had fans out there. He was signing autographs, taking pictures. This kind of publicity, and and the Panthers getting this kind of publicity.
0: There we go. I lost you for a second there, buddy. I know. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the heck to
0: stop. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, folks. Hey, folks. (laughs) What I'm telling you, the technology whooped
1: us. It's been whooping us. I don't know what's going on. I didn't even touch anything. (laughs) Goodness
0: (laughs) Goodness
1: <laughs> gracious, man! My Elgato camera thing just popped up, and I don't even have it plugged in. Hey, man! Hey, yeah, it's, it's whooping us. But
0: uh, <laughs> no, nah, uh, we were just we were, were the last thing I think the people heard you say was about how can uh, can man get the love that Bryce Young is receiving right now with the parade. You had a whole parade. You had Nick Cannon with Drumline come out there, and you know, <laughs> you know, just it, yeah. It's been crazy, it, you know. It's been a crazy. I've never seen it. Y'all had like a little mini fair, like a like a fair,
1: like to, a festival. Yeah. Like a festival. <laughs> it was a festival. It was a. It was literally like a whole festival for for this one guy. And I get it. I mean, he's the quarterback of the future. He's now one of, if not the biggest stars in Charlotte. Um. You know, obviously, Michael Jordan's the owner of the Hornets, so I definitely got to give MJ his his credit. But I I just think overall, man, I think it's a it's exciting and it's it's great to see how much the veterans from the past have been on social media just, you know, Praising this coaching staff, this organization for drafting Bryce Young, for, for hiring the coaching staff that they brought in. Um, it's exciting times in 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 the city of Charlotte and the city of North Carolina, or the state of North Carolina and South Carolina. Um, and I'm excited for the season coming up.
0: I don't know. Uh so. yeah. And, uh, you know, it was a solid pick. It was, you know, to be expected. Another pick that was to be expected, especially if you listen to this show, was 1B John Robertson. Going number eight overall, you know. Yep. (laughs) You know, like I told you guys, this regime doesn't care about positional value. They go BPA, real BPA. And I know what yeah. you're thinking. You're probably like, "Well, Corey, you said they go BPA, but Jalen Carter, Carter was still on the board."
1: What do you perceive to be the best player available? <laughs> yes, yes,
0: in in the whole draft, probably. Huh? And to that, I say, Jalen Carter may be directly or indirectly responsible for two people dying in a car accident. Yep. He's off the
1: board. I mean, we're, not, we're not here to debate that, but you know,
0: yeah, yeah. he's off the board, folks. He's—they didn't even have him on the board. That's a big mm-hmm. red flag. And also, like you and I talked, Pete Carroll, he loves to take chances on guys who may have, you know, some type of character issues or, you know, something like that. He he all he does it every year. He takes he takes a chance on a guy. Yeah, the fact that they passed on him. Twice. They the had fact, opportunity. The fact that the Bears would have depleted they are at in talent, like they traded back twice. Mm-hmm. They didn't want him. The fact that the Cardinals had an opportunity to take him and traded back twice. Yeah, twice. they could have took him too. They don't have any talent either. So, yep. I think people need to pipe down. Like Jalen Carter is a great a great player right now. Could he be a great NFL player? We don't know. Could he be a great NFL player 20 minutes down the road where he had a lot of his issues? No, he couldn't have. And also, yeah. uh, uh, like I told you before, uh, a lot, well, I told you today, a lot of Georgia coaches, trainers, people who played on the team, reportedly told NFL teams that Jalen Carter had uh, a, a lot of maturity issues. They had to go get him to come to practice. Sometimes he didn't show up for practice. Sometimes he was uninterested in games, which you know, God help us if he ever get interested in the game, because by God, he did that half-interested? <laughs> Good Lord. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're not talking about the Eagles. Forget them. We're talking about <laughs> the, the brand new day that is B. John Robinson, man. The best running back pro, uh, prospect since, uh, I don't know, uh, Adrian Peterson. You know, yeah. Probably Saquon, but I think he...
1: Yeah, that's what everybody's been saying. They've compared him to McCaffrey, Saquon, like those can't-miss first-round prospects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously Alvin Kamara wasn't drafted first-round. Um, Saquon, Saquon and, and Christian were both drafted top ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I said to you throughout the, the last few months, you know, he is a can't-miss prospect. I mean, if you want a safe pick, I guarantee, a guarantee, uh, B. John Robinson is that. I mean, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to pretend like, oh, oh he's going to be awful in Atlanta because I hate Atlanta. No, I mean, I don't like the Falcons. But, you know, at the same time, I respect the talent and I respect what you guys have <laughs> – uh, built this off season although arguably Carolinas had the best offseason in the NFC South. Just gonna put that out there for you, buddy. We had the number one pick. Y'all didn't. You
0: had the number one pick because you needed it.
1: Yeah I mean y'all need it too. They know they ain't no guarantees with Desmond Ritter. Oh there's a
0: guarantee. <laughs> Def, Tassis, and Desmond Ritter taking us to the playoffs. You can book it. Book it. And you know why? Because B. John, because B. John Robinson's there, we don't need him to do much. We don't need him to throw for 300 yards. Y'all need Bryce Young to do that. You need him to because you drafted him number one. If he goes out there and throw for 202 yards and uh, one touchdown and two picks, you're going to be like, what the hell is going on here? They're going to slam him. But through the power of B. John, through the church of Bijan. First of all, let me t- let me talk to y'all for a second. Let me talk to y'all. With B. John Robinson, you can put him in the backfield. You can put him in the slot. You can put him at wide receiver.
1: I wish my camera wasn't working. <laughs>
0: you can put this man anywhere on the football field, and he is going I wish to I be see
1: you right now. <laughs> hey, hey,
0: brother. You know, hey, the Reverend is talking right now. I'm, I'm preaching about the Church of B. John. You can you can get your membership in the mail. All right. With B.J. Robinson, you can line him up anywhere on the field, and he will be an impact player. Positionless yeah. football is something that Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot has been preaching preaching since they got there. And what have they done? Kyle Pitts, you don't know what position he plays. He lines up in the slot more than he lines up at tight end. Drake London, who also lined up in the slot, even though he's 6'5". And you – the coup de grace, you get the best running back prospect we've seen in five, six years, and you put him on our roster who already had the number three overall rushing offense. We got a home run hitter, baby. We couldn't miss with this. B-J. <laughs> May the church say amen. Man, church say, Amen. Oh, God. All right. that's all I got on B-John for right now.
1: Thank God. I oh, could have kept preaching. But you know, I my liquor stash up here. Right. I would be taking a shot right now. I'm just
0: saying, I could have, I could have, I could have I, I kept going because you know how they are. Black churches, you know, church start at ten. You get out at uh, two o'clock in the morning. But <laughs> uh, <well>, now. <laughs> Uh, next is a uh, Kalija man. Uh, I like the pick. No, I don't. I didn't like the pick. I'm not gonna lie. I like the player, did not like the pick. He doesn't fit. Yeah, their defense. So I,
1: got, I got criticism for my reaction from some friends, and uh, I wasn't questioning the player, I just don't think that that was their biggest need. No. Um, and I, I know I get it. You don't always draft off a of need, but he wasn't even the best player available on the board. I mean, there was plenty of other guys that I thought they could have took over him. Um. So you know, I, no, no. I, I like the player. I just don't yeah. like the pick. I feel like Tampa Bay has more issues than defensive line. I mean, they still have Vita Vea. They they still have Golston. Um, they got Shaquille Barrett. They got Devin White, Levante David. Their front seven is still very talented. I mean, can't and Kalijah Kansas is going to add, you know, a pass rush ability to that front three. Instant, they instant. Play three, four,
0: like that. Yeah. Oh no, they, they're going to have to. They can't play him in a the three-four. They can't. They're going to have to put him four-three next to next to Vitavea. They, they he. He stays no chance in a 3 4. No no shot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying I know Todd Bowles usually plays a 3 4, but I mean, we'll see. I like I said, I like the player. I just don't think the pick was what they needed necessarily. Um they needed an offensive tackle because they still don't have a left tackle. Donovan Smith's gone. I mean, yeah, you move Tristan Wirth to left tackle, but then you don't have a right tackle.
0: Right. And yeah. then
1: Ryan Jensen. Mm,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Ryan yeah. Jensen's getting older, and he, he's coming off of an injury. Um, Not that the guard class is that great in this draft, Um, but I don't know. I just felt they could have used – I mean, even tight end. Like, they don't have a real tight end. Gronk's not there. Hey, I,
0: this is the last time you're gonna you're gonna slander K. Dalton, man. We're not we're not doing that.
1: Okay, he's decent. <laughs> I just I'm you're not that. impressed. I I think a guy like Dalton Kincaid would have been great for them. I mean, just to have that security blanket in the middle of the field. I mean, very athletic too. Um, I I, I just I don't know. I, in my head I was thinking offensive line or um tight end i mean yeah. they don't need receivers
0: you know i think they would have went um they would have went office in line but when the steelers jumped up and took broderick jones it kind of took the wind out of their sails although they still could have got anton harrison but uh he's good he's, he's, good. he's good yes uh but I don't know. I some people had Kalijah Kansi in their top ten on their big board, so
1: yeah, I he's get great. Yeah, I don't
0: I, know. I get the talent. Maybe it's it was too good to pass up. So yeah, I mean he's gonna add some instant juice to that pass rush that was yeah kind of kind of sure. bad this year. Low key, it was kind of bad.
1: Yeah, when they launched to kill Barrett, they mm-hmm. really struggled.
0: Yeah. Um. Enough of them. Uh. Goliath Cansing, like the player, not the pick. A pick that I do like, and a player that I do like New Orleans Saints, Brian Brzee. Great pick. I, I know yep. a lot of Saints fans don't like it. Brian Brzee is six, five, six foot five, mm-hmm. 310 pounds.
1: Yeah, around 315.
0: And has a motor you wouldn't believe. You If you saw him at the combine, how could you not be excited that this man is on your team? Did you see him run that that bull ring uh, drill where he, you know, where you got to pick up the towel and run around the, the little hula hoop thing and drop it back? Mm-hmm. My man ankle, my man's feet was like this. His ankle was like that. He's 315 pounds. He was doing that and not losing any speed, bro. Yeah. His speed, the power, his bull rush now he's not a he's not a finished project I mean he's not a finished product by any means but not at all but the basics are there and it's enough to be successful in early in his career he can get mm-hmm. I'm projecting him to get four and a half sacks this year easy easy yeah just based off the scheme and the fit and who they got around him cam Jordan gonna get all the attention
1: yep yeah. And we'll get into their second round pick from today, but man, their D-line, it's starting to look rejuvenated. Yeah. They're getting younger, they're getting more athletic. Um, I think they're they're heading in the right direction on that defense, that front seven, because that was one of the points that me and you brought up um during our projections and predictions. Uh their front seven really needed some help. Yeah. And I think I really like New Orleans draft. I, I, I know me and you said it today, like my least favorite draft so far out of the NFC South is the bucks. I just don't feel like, I don't feel like they capitalized on the talent that was available for them to address other positions. Yeah. You know, I get he's a great talent, but I just don't think that's their biggest need. But yeah. I mean, you know, I yeah, think- uh, Brian, I could be wrong. Could be wrong. I mean, who knows? I mean, um, but Brian Brzee is – he was a projected top ten pick going into um, this past college football season before he got injured and, you know, he dealt with his his sister's death and things like that um he was a projected top 10 pick last year after last year's draft they did an early mock and he was a top 10 pick and he fell off because of the fact that he didn't produce mm-hmm. and I get it it's a it's a production based business you know you're you're only as good as your last game and you know he's got to stay healthy and if he does stay healthy I think he will be a force on that defensive line for the Saints so I, I like the pick.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. Um most head scratching pick in the first round. And I think you and I are on the same wavelength, so we don't even have to uh
1: we don't have to, get, pick,
0: to, don't have to pick two the Washington Redskins selecting <laughs> Emmanuel Commanders. Forbes. Oh I'm sorry. Forgive me, uh my Native American friends. Uh the Washington Commanders.
1: Yes. Shows
0: yes. Emmanuel Forbes, yes. cornerback, Mississippi State. Now, before, so let me we... go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. I was about to say, now, before we go into our criticism, Emmanuel Forbes is a very talented player. Don't get me wrong, yes. he's very yes. talented. But our but... hangup, and this is a big but, he is now the smallest in terms of weight the smallest NFL cornerback in league history. The closest, smallest cornerback was Samari Rowe, and he weighed 170.
1: He weighs 160 right now. (laughs) That's what they said. Like, he weighed in at 160 at, at his pro day.
0: Teams are about to run power to whatever side of the field he's on. And these bigger body receivers are going to eat his lunch. Yeah. Like and, I told you yesterday, A.J. Brown is going to kick his.
1: Mm-hmm. Mike Evans. I know they're not even <laughs> in the same division, but, like, if you go, say, I don't even know if they play the Bucks this year, but you go up against someone like Mike Evans, even Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is a hell of a, He's a receiver.
0: He's strong, bro. <laughs> Yes, C. D. Lamb about to wear him out.
1: <laughs> I mean, he'll do good against Devontae Smith, but <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: and we, and we don't even know about that because Devontae, you know, he he got he got that dog in the low. I
1: mean, because Devontae got criticized for his weight coming out of Alabama mm-hmm. as a receiver. So, I mean, if we're gonna criticize a receiver, we we damn sure are gonna criticize a corner. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> especially you know, the corner is the one that's gotta tackle somebody. You uh, know.
0: It, 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 the most egregious part, TJ, Christian Gonzalez was still on the board.
1: Well, that's what I was going to get into. So that was that's that's part of my frustration with the pick is is that you had Christian Gonzalez still on the board. You still had Joey Porter Jr. on the board. You even had um, the guy out of Maryland, Banks,
0: Deontay Banks. Yeah, yeah,
1: the- yeah, Deontay yeah. Banks. All three of those guys. I consider, and other, other scouts, other professional analysts who get paid way more than I do, have, have them ahead of Forbes. Forbes was a projected late first, early second round pick, and he went 16. Now, I get it. Everybody has their own boards. They have their own, you know, standards of what they look for and, you know, this report over on this player is 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 we like this player more because of these features, these qualities. Maybe he interviewed well. I don't know. um, but it just blew my mind, especially Christian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez, for many, was the number one corner in this draft. and he was still on the board at sixteen. And you passed on him for a guy. Who weighs 160 pounds soaking wet?
0: That's bro. That's high school. That's that's a high school player.
1: I don't understand that. Like that's, that's high school weight. If, if you've watched his tape, I've seen his tape. I've I've I watched multiple Mississippi State games with him on defense, and it wasn't that impressive. I mean, I'm not saying he's not good. I think he will be good, but he needs to bulk up. He needs to put on some weight. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be better than Christian Gonzalez. I'll go ahead and say that outright. right. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be better than Joey Porter Jr.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I will say in, in their defense, he does have some of the best ball skills in the draft. Like, I mean,
1: he has great ball skills, but I don't know. I just, I'm yeah. not buying it. I think they could have done way better with that pick. I mean, especially the commanders have way more holes than just corner. But if you're going to take the corner, at least take the best one on the board. I don't see how they ranked him ahead of Christian Gonzalez.
0: Hey, man. That's why they pay, uh you know, Marty Herney to big bucks, I guess. Is he still the GM?
1: Yes. He – yes. Ron Rivera and him. <laughs> That's why they pay them. I've lived them in that regime. Bucks. Marty Herney used to make some of the most ridiculous picks, and he made very good picks. This was not a very good pick, in my opinion. Well, well,
0: time will tell. Time will tell.
1: Time will tell, but I, but I don't like on it. On the surface, think it's we don't like the first
0: round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's enough of the first round. Let's get to the second round. You know, that you was eager to start, buddy. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, I jumped the gun. <laughs> yeah,
0: where do you want to go? Oh, Well, my Atlanta Falcons traded up, surprisingly. Or maybe not surprisingly, oh. because uh, my boys have traded in the second round. Every year of Terry Rich uh, rain, you know, uh, this is the second year we traded up in a row. Uh, the year before yeah. last, we traded down, but uh, yeah, we traded up to get uh, Matthew Bergeron tackle out of Syracuse, which he will not be playing tackle right now, he will be our starting left guard. And at first, it was a what, and then it turned yeah. to a okay, and then it turned to a ooh. and then it turned to a. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. I'm, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's
1: go. Yeah, <laughs> he's exactly. versatile. Um he's he's really good. Um mm-hmm. uh, I've watched he's played in the ACC. I'm an NC State fan, so he played uh he played a, a lot of the games that I would watch and um he he's good, man. He's versatile and um I think he could play guard or tackle in the league. I think he will play guard for you guys. Um, y'all need guard, he's a big guy, he's like what almost 6'5,
0: yeah. Uh, I want to say six bust. six four three ten.
1: Uh, yeah, he's a big boy, yeah. Uh,
0: he is an athletic guy, he scored off the charts at the combine and his pro day. Yep. Um, athletically, um, he's a good fit for the zone scheme that we run because we need agile, athletic linemen to be able to get hit the second level and get out there and block. He also has a mean streak that I love you. If you want to have a successful football team, you got to have offensive alignment who want to get out of their stands and smack somebody in the mouth. Yep. And that's what he likes to do. And God bless Terry Fontenot for putting that forward. Bijan and Algier is rushing for twenty five hundred yards plus next year. Book it, go to Vegas, take the over. Go get paid. Go get paid.
1: You try to make somebody go broke.
0: <laughs> it's going to happen, folks. If you would have listened to me and took Bijan Robinson at eight, you'd be sitting on a bundle right now. Listen to me. Be here with me. Twenty five hundred yards by the Atlanta Falcons. Take the over. Go get your money.
1: I can't live with this all, all <laughs> off season. I need the season to start already. Uh, hey, hey, not about B. John. Hey,
0: you know. The religion we'll is going.
1: We'll see. we'll see what his production says.
0: The, the religion is going. Oh, he's going 1,200. Easy.
1: Yeah, but I don't know about no Tyler Algier. If he's getting 1,200, then Tyler Algier getting 13?
0: Nah, Tyler Algier is getting 8. My boy Patterson getting fired. What? Oh yeah. He getting eight hundred. He getting eight hundred out out the gate. Out the
1: gate. We're, we're getting way off subject here. Out, out the gate. Out well, the gate. We'll discuss this in another video because I don't agree, but Hey.
0: All I will say I'll, I'll is I'll give
1: you I'll give you Robinson, but I ain't giving you Algier. Not no eight hundred.
0: I I put money on it. Put money on I'm it. I'm good. I want, I want the folks who are like you I ain't know, betting
1: money, but I still don't buy it.
0: Folks are like, I don't know. I want you to go out there and look up Arthur Smith's last year in Tennessee with the weapons he had and what he produced. Just just go look at it. And then get back to me, folks. Uh Panthers. They stayed true at 39. Stayed true. Didn't Stay didn't get tempted to move up. They stayed pat and uh tell good folks who they got.
1: Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver, Ole Miss, 6'2, 220. He is versatile as hell. He's runs a 4-4. And he is an exciting player. He reminds a lot of people of AJ Brown. And I can see, I can see what they're talking about. I mean, obviously, you can't really base everything off of what he did in college because the quarterback play was always inconsistent. Oh I mind. think Bryce Young. I think with Bryce Young as his quarterback, got a lot of upside. I think it's a great pick. Um, if I had to give it a grade, I'd give it a B plus. I like it. Um, it sucks we couldn't get a, a more higher-level edge rusher um, in the second round, so they went receiver instead. Um, all the good edge rushers were off the board at that point. Um but I, I love the pick. I think you do need to add more weapons for Bryce Young, and uh, this offense needs to have some depth because DJ Chark is on a one-year deal. You know, like we said before, Adam Thielen's thirty-two, Terrace Marshall still developing, and we don't know what we got in Lavisca Chenault. So I love the pick of Mingo, and I think it is going to be an exciting time in Carolina. To see what he does with Bryce Young over the next couple of years,
0: yeah, uh, I love the pick as well, um, which is frustrating because you know I don't want you guys to be good, obviously. Um, you know I, I've nice. been seeing I've been seeing a lot of people saying you know oh he should have you know they got him early and folks I just want to say just because you saw one or two mock drafts that had him in the third round doesn't mean that the rest of the league saw him as a third round talent. Okay, That's he not almost how it works. went
1: frown night yeah like yeah. there was teams discussing trade-ups to get him at the back end of the first round so they could have him on a fifth year option like there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who felt that he could have went to um, the Chargers and been their slot guy along mm-hmm. with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and they ended up going with um, Quentin Johnston but Hey, I'm not mad about it. I I love Mingo. He was one of my uh, favorite receivers coming into this class, into this draft, um, and I, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's a, a great pick. You didn't have to trade up for him, and you, you you had him fall right into your lap. Yep. So,
0: And that's all you can ask for, folks. That's all you can ask for.
1: Yeah. And like I've always said, too, and I know you agree with me, is you you can never have enough receivers. I mean – you need depth, you need versatility, and he brings all of that along with a 6'2 frame, 220 pounds, and he runs a 4'4". So, yeah. I mean, you can't – that's can can't-miss
0: yeah, right what, there. What more can you want, folks? Like, yeah. you know, you, you kind of – you know, after the first round, you just want players that can be – that can produce – you know, they don't have to be stars, but you, you want somebody who can – you know, get you.
1: You say, want that upside,
0: yeah. That's what you want. I, I want to say you don't. You know, you because you don't draft a project at uh, you know in the second round, but mm-hmm. you take you 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 you're more you're more willing to take a chance on someone. Mm-hmm. Not saying that Jonathan Mingo Mingo is a chance because a lot of people had him as if not the number. They had him in the top five with the wideouts. Some people had him mm-hmm. top five. Some people yes. are still saying that he's going He's going to be the best receiver out of this draft. Peter Schrager has said it multiple times. So, yep. you know, I like the
1: pick. And Steve Smith has said some things about him, too.
0: Yeah. I like the pick. Upset about it. Don't want to talk about it no more. Uh, <laughs> Isaiah Foskey went the very next yes. pick to – yeah. Uh, you know, the Saints. Uh, Not going to lie. Kind of don't care about this pick, <laughs> for being honest.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love the pick. I actually mentioned it earlier when we were talking about um, uh, Brian Brzee. This is the guy I was talking about. I mean, they got him at pick 40. Mm-hmm. Just like Brzee, last year when they released the early Mott drafts, Foskey was a top 20 pick. And he fell down because of lack of production throughout the season. I mean, there's always many factors with those kind of things. I don't read too much into that. I mean, the talent will speak for itself. Um, mm-hmm. I love the pick of Foskey. I think this is your Cam Jordan replacement. Um, they just have to develop him. Um, but he's, he's very talented, very good. I watched a lot of Notre Dame games, and he was always blowing up the line hitting running backs in the backfield, causing pressures on the quarterback. Like, he was very consistent week in and week out. Um, so, I love the pick. And getting him in the second round, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's good.
0: He he gives me Marcus Davenport vibes. He do. He do. He I he don't just see did. it.
1: I, I think his production at, at Notre Dame was – was better than what Davenport's was coming out of Houston or UTSA, wherever the hell he came from.
0: It's UTSA.
1: (laughs) Um, I don't know. I feel like. I love, But I I can understand your concerns. I mean, I just, for me, I I think it's a great pick. I think they're building the defensive line.
0: I don't know. Just considering what was still on the board, they could have had Brian Branch, who, you know, they need the safety. You and I both admitted it whether they want to admit it or not, they could have used the safety.
1: Keanu uh, Benton? Yeah, they could have used him. They well. already drafted the a yeah. de-tackle, but I mean, yeah. Benton...
0: But B.J. Ogilare was right there. They took Isaiah Foskey over him. Now, I know the Saints run a different type of scheme. They 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 kind of want their defensive ends to be their okay. quote unquote book bookends, you know, six five plus, you know, two, like 250,
1: heavy, 260. 60%. Yeah. Ojolari is a smaller, faster guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a speed he,
0: rugger. Yeah. He fits the bill, I guess. You know, time will tell. I, I have no problem walking back my uh I have no problems eating crow on this one. Uh but I I don't know. I'm I'm not sold on Isaiah Fosky. We'll see. You never know. He could be wrecking my Falcons uh, in a couple weeks or a couple months. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's talented. I think it was a good pick. Yeah, rounded
0: out the uh, the second round. Tampa Bay Bucks, Cody Mott, mm-hmm. tackle from North Dakota State. He will not be playing tackle. tackle
1: and guard. He can play both.
0: He's going to be their guard. Well, I don't know yet because uh, I. He's being projected at his peak to be a guard, but I don't know. I need to watch their uh, post draft press conference to see what they plan on putting him. But I love Cody Mott. I I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him. He is your offensive lineman, offensive lineman. He yep. talk. You want to talk about a lunch pail guy who goes mm-hmm. out each and every time he's on the field and gets it done. Don't complain. You know the the game sucks. It's hot. It's humid. You know, uh, you know, no one is in the stands, no one cares. It's, you know, 125 degrees. He's still out there playing, he's giving it his all. He don't care. Yep. I, I love that. I I love offensive linemen who aren't divas, who aren't prima donnas, who aren't out here wearing, you know, uh, you know, uh dollars chains and sunglasses and all that. I want my offensive lineman to look like he drives trucks on weekends. I, mm-hmm. I want my office alignment to look like he got he got arrested from stealing out of Walmart. That's what I want. That's what Cody Mock looks like. He Cody Mock looked like Wranglers still, to work. Yeah, he looked like he smoked cigarettes at 12 years old. And that's what we need. That's what that's what they need. <laughs> he, Cody Mott looked like he drinks Pat's blue ribbon. Okay. <laughs> that's all you can ask for. No, it's alive, man. That's all,
1: man. Old. Yeah,
0: he, he, my boy drink PBRs, man. He's he drinking. P- <laughs> That's what you want. That's what you want. That's what you want, man. And you put him next to Ryan Jensen and uh, across from uh, you know Tristan Wurst. They're getting better on that offensive of line, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the pick. Um, this was one of the guys that they had in some mocks projected to go late first because mm-hmm. of his versatility. He's he's able to play tackle and guard. It just depends on what you want to do with him. Um, I love the pick. I think it's a, a one of the picks that you know they I felt they needed in the first round was an offensive lineman, and they got it in the second. So. Kind of makes me draw back on my take of Kalijah Kansi a little bit um, yeah. <laughs> you know, just a little I mean they were able to get their offensive lineman in the second round so I guess that counteracts what they did in the first round um so I I, I like every pick in the NFC South really I mean it's just a matter of that their biggest need yeah. when it comes to each team. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, I mean, we're only gonna be able to judge that off of what I they think. do during the season, yeah. I mean, because I can easily sit here and say, Oh, well, Carolina should win an edge, but then again, Adam Thielen is 32, he could be likely to get an injury because he's older. And yep. DJ Chark has an injury history, you need depth, you know. Yep. Uh, same with the offensive line, that's why you know. You know, he he getting drafted to, to Mock getting drafted to Tampa, I think that's a great pick. And he's versatile. So if you do have injuries on the offensive line, he can, can fill in. Him. Yep. Yeah. So I love of, a good pick. Yeah. I would give it a. I'd give it an A. I like it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cody Mock is good. Yeah. He wouldn't know about him because he played at North Dakota State. Yeah. But if uh, you watch him combine, you watch his. his Because I'm pretty sure he was at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Uh, He played well.
0: Yeah, He dominated at the Senior Bowl practices. Dominated. Him and – they put him and uh, John Michael Schmitz, who went to the Giants today, you know, RPS, because we both wanted him. Uh, (laughs) They they put him on the – they put them on the same team, and they just dominated. Just dominated. They opened up so many run lanes, it was ridiculous. But – Yep. Yeah, we both love the pick. We're big fans, Uh, which segues into the third round and and also to a pick that we – probably the, the inverse of that, a pick that we did not like. We understand it, but we don't like it. Saints were on the clock. They took Kendra Miller. Is it Miller? Mm-hmm. I think it's Miller. Did I mess that up? No, it's yeah, Kendra it's Miller, TCU. I was about to say I, I know I'm real not crazy. I know my guys. Now, let me start by saying Kendra Miller is an absolute dog. Mm-hmm. A dog. You want to talk about someone who hit, who's going to have a who's going to have a Tyler Algier type impact? It's him the the late-round mm-hmm. running back who, who becomes a star, is him. He has all the tools. He's a home run hitter. He can catch out the backfield. He can run for power. He can get you those tough uh, yardage. But the reason why we don't like the pick is because why the hell did you sign Jamal Williams?
1: They must really think that Camara's going to get suspended.
0: And he must. He must. He must. Uh, he must be getting an, a, a significant amount of time.
1: Because mm-hmm. Miller could easily be the one-two punch with Jamal Williams.
0: Because mm-hmm. look who's still oh. on the board. They could. <sighs> Garrett Williams is still on the board. Uh. Mm-hmm. Trenton Simpson was, was still Trenton Simpson was still on the board. They could have had him. And what they lost in Caden Ellis, you would have replaced it tenfold with Trenton Simpson. I, I don't the mind Yeah. I don't mind the pick at all. I don't mind Kendra Miller being a pick. I'm just upset with how with who's left on the board. You could have got better value for that pick. That's all I'm saying, folks. You know, call me crazy, but they could have done better. Like he's a, I
1: I agree. I feel like they have bigger needs than just running back. I mean, Mm -hmm. why is it that we always talk about across the league how you can get a running back in the fifth and sixth round, but then you're taking one in the first three rounds? You know, on a team on a team that has Jamal Williams and Alvin Kamara. You know, I'm starting to th- Hill.
0: Yeah, I'm starting to think maybe we got it wrong, man. Like I, maybe the the NFL is back in on running backs, especially rookie running backs on rookie deals.
1: Yeah, but you say that, but then they don't want to pay them.
0: That's true. It's a it's a I use service. you up. I, use,
1: I get I get what I want out of you, and then I just toss you to the side for the next guy.
0: Sound like one of my ex girlfriends. <laughs> 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 That was my uh sophisticated man joke, folks. This uh, it's not real. I dumped all my <laughs> women, so it's all good. Um.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, yeah. Uh,
1: So yeah, that was pick seventy one, and then at pick seventy five, the Atlanta Falcons took Zach Harrison from Ohio State University. He is an edge rusher. For those of you who don't know his position. Um, and he is pretty damn good. I actually mentioned him about ten minutes before they drafted him to you, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, Zach Harrison's still on the board, and he's really good." Mm-hmm. I mean, at one point, people felt that he had potential to make it into the first round yeah. because he was that talented. Yeah, especially, or even to the
0: yeah, especially after the Georgia game where he, you know, kind of. I don't want to see he say he wrecked the game because he had uh, two tackles for losses. But yep. what what didn't show up in the stat sheet was his pressures was the amount of time he he the amount of times he caught he wrecked plays in the backfield with like running backs. I mean, he may not have got the tackle, but he was the first one in to to make the stop. And yep. Now Zach Zach Harrison six foot six two hundred seventy five pounds immediately fits the Ryan Nielsen archetype of what he's looking for in defensive end um now he is not he is not by any means a fitness product he's not they're hoping and they already said that they're not expecting much from him they just want him to be coached up by guys like Bud Dupree, uh Calais Campbell, guys who have similar body types to him so they can show him how to effectively play at his size. And with Nielsen there. I feel like this is the ultimate lottery ticket. You're not expecting much right away. But you're just scratching that bad boy. Hoping that the numbers hit. You're just hoping. You're just hoping. Because if they hit. If he hits. Oh my goodness. At 6'6". 275. With 36 inch arms. The longest arms recorded in the draft this year. It would be. Jeff kiss, Shout out Jeff to Terry. Kitt. Shout out to Terry Fottnough, man. A lot of people trying to say, you know, he had a bad draft. My boy cooking. You know, if you're one of those defense truthers, you know, go to hell, bro. Because we spent a hundred and some odd million dollars on our defense this offseason. What do you want us to do, bro? You want us to pick air? Some of these people that are on our roster that we signed aren't going to make the roster. That's just a simple fact of it. Adi Ogadeji is probably gone, bro. So you need play. It. I don't know. I don't want to go on a tangent. It's late. We're sleepy. I don't. I don't want to go on it because uh, I'm liable to say some stuff, and uh, we don't need to do that.
1: You already have.
0: <laughs> uh, it could always go. It can always go left.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, the next pick. Yes. Some, some so, would say a you... bit of a head scratcher. You know.
1: uh... Yeah, so (laughs) we originally had pick 93, Mm -hmm. which just so happened to turn out to be Darnell Washington. Mm -hmm. Darnell Washington got drafted by the Steelers tonight. Um, Mm -hmm. We moved up from pick 93 to pick 80, and that was 13 spots we moved up. And then we took DJ Johnson from Oregon. Now, I know what you're saying, folks. You're like, man. Who the hell is DJ Johnson? Because <laughs> I was asking. The yeah, same we said- question. <laughs> and, and to be honest, I watch a lot of Oregon football because I like Oregon. I think they're one of the more fun teams to watch. I don't remember DJ Johnson's name ever being brought up. But then I watched some of his highlights, some of his some of his tape. He's 6'4, he's 270. He ran a 445, 448. Close to a, a, a four-three almost, um, and he's 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 very talented. He's just just, not a lot of production.
0: Yeah, he's he's very raw. He's very raw. He's, he's raw. a very
1: raw prospect. He's an edge rusher. Um, he can also set the edge in the defense though, and and play the run. Um, so you know, we'll see what what he turns into um if i had to grade that pick i'd probably give it like a c plus c minus i don't know i'm kind of on the fence about it um i don't really like it just because i don't really know who the hell he is and i watch a lot of college football but i don't know who he is i'm not even gonna pretend to to, (laughs) oh yeah he was so dominant and this and that no i don't really know much about him. i've seen stuff on him but i don't have enough information to really judge him yet yeah um like the, I think the, the I think the, it fills the need though I mean the thing is we went into today needing a, a wide receiver and needing edge. we got both mm-hmm. And if you I mean Zach Harrison was already gone so it's not like Carolina could have got him um you look at the other edges that went in the the third round, you got Byron Young from Tennessee um he went to the Rams. You got um, Yaya Diaby that went to the Bucks, which we'll cover that in a second. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there's just not a lot of guys on here because Trenton Simpson, he's more of a true linebacker. He's not really an edge rusher.
0: You know, I think that's what people were – that's why people are poo-pooing and slam-ducking on, on this pick because, folks, if you don't know who Trenton Simpson is, he's arguably one of the best – no, he is probably the best off-ball linebacker in the draft, in in, college, in the draft this year. Um Toolsy run a four four, uh 6-3, 240 pounds, uh physical specimen. He's a little raw, he's not a finished product, but uh his hometown is in North Carolina, and a lot of Carolina fans were wanting him wanting, you know, Tepper and Fitterer to to bring bring their guy home. And uh they chose DJ. DJ Johnson. Um, who knows? Yeah. The only thing I knew D- DJ Johnson for was when he snuffed that fan uh, a little while ago. Uh, that's the only thing I remember from him. Um, I'm not gonna act like you know I'm I'm familiar with his game to to be able to have an opinion because I'm not. <laughs> I yeah. I'm not you know.
1: That's he, why I give it like a C. He, like it's a it's an okay pick. It feels yeah. a need, kind of, sort of, but you have to develop him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's enough of that. Let's go uh, <laughs> Yaya Diaby.
1: Um, Yaya yeah, like... Diaby, I'll let you kind of cover this one.
0: I, I'd rather not because I don't know anything about him. <laughs> being, <laughs> honest. <laughs> well, being honest. Uh, he is a large human being, 6'3", 263. Uh, he is athletic. He, he, can, uh, he, he can set the edge. In the running game, um, yeah, I have no idea about him in the in the as a pass rusher. I have no idea. I know he's athletic as all get out. He ran like a four or five at the combine. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: he's uh he's very talented. He's fast. He's he's an edge rusher, but he's also I don't want to say he's like super raw pass rusher but he he has some work to do with his hands um sometimes he struggles to get off blocks um he's just not one of those guys that's really going to power you over he's going to try to run around you um so I, I think i think it's a good pick i mean they need more depth along the edge rushing positions uh, especially with shaquille barrett getting older mm-hmm. um and he can learn from shaquille i mean Shaquille was undrafted when he went to Denver uh back in the day. So being a third round pick out of Louisville, 6'3, around 245. I mean, he's he's got speed. So we'll, we'll see what they can do with it. Yeah. I mean, speed kills. At the end of the day, I mean, you need speed on your defense. So he has that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just sure. doesn't have a lot of moves. Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna really blow you off the ball. Unless it's with his speed, much, much more compared to his, uh, his power game. Yeah. Um, I just haven't seen enough on him to really judge him, but I know he's more of a speed rusher than he is a power rusher. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He can but... work on his hands, I think, yeah. and, and, uh, his move, his moves at the point of contact. Yeah.
0: Uh, folks, uh, I think we're going to leave it at that because, uh, yeah, I don't know too much about them, so I can't refute it. Yeah. (laughs) i take your word for it. And, uh, we're going to. So what
1: what would you, uh, real quick before we close it out, uh, what would you kind of grade everybody at this point going through the first two days? Um,
0: of course, um, I'm going to give my boys an A, A minus. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys a a because you got your franchise quarterback and you got him a weapon. can't be mad yeah. at it. you know if you know you could go a minus because you know i I kind of don't like the DJ Johnson uh, pick, but you know yeah. it's a lottery ticket. you hope it pays off. hope it pays yep. off same thing like Zach Harrison um I'm going to give the bucks a B yeah I'm gonna give the Saints. I hate to say it. I'm gonna give them a solid A. <laughs> I like the draft. I like I like the players that they brought in. I don't like when they brought yeah, them in. They're but really I, I, I like it.
1: Sound players. Like even the Fosky pick. I love the Fosky pick. Um, that was one of the guys I wanted to come to Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of disappointed that we didn't get them. Um, but I mean, yeah, overall. Yeah, they, they, I can't, can't disagree with you. I mean, I think yeah. every every team in the NFC South got better in the last two days. Um, Obviously, day three is, you know, you're filling out the rest of your roster, mm-hmm. especially after the fifth round. Like, after the fifth round, nobody really cares.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> except for the, except for the uh, Chiefs, because that's what they got their starting running back, you know what I'm saying. Seven round, baby.
1: Or, or the 49ers, you know, they got Mr. Irrelevant. Brock Purdy.
0: We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> we are not. You know how I feel about Brock Purdy. We're no.
1: Um <laughs> uh, I would I would agree though. I mean, I, I hate to be so bland and, and agree with you, but I don't have any arguments with what you said. I mean, Saints had a very under the radar draft. I mean, I know some people have been talking about them, but some aren't. Some people are kind of scoffing at the picks they made. I, like, Every pick they made solid like every pick was solid I have no complaints about their picks you know like Um, I said
0: you can complain about where they took them at but the players that they brought in like it for folks if you don't know who Kendra Miller is you have no idea who he is you've never seen him play. go look at his highlights on YouTube just go look yeah
1: just his highlights there's like a six I think there's like a six-minute video or five-minute video of him on on YouTube that I found uh, a while ago, and yeah, he's good. He's really good. He's, <laughs> he's a un- home run hitter.
0: He's unreal, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> <sighs> um,
1: yeah. Bucks. I give them a. I give them a B. I, I wouldn't go below that. I, I think they had a good two days. Uh, not great. I
0: think a, the
1: other three teams yeah. had a great two days um carolina i'm gonna give them an a minus i give saints an a panthers an a minus yeah a minus because i don't like the dj johnson pick i feel like <laughs> it was kind of a reach yeah. and the reason i say that is because i looked at a lot of scouts reports on him and a lot of them had him projected fourth or fifth round
0: yeah, you was... could have
1: kept that fourth round pick that you gave the Steelers and just drafted him in the fourth round. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm, not yeah, that... to, I'm not trying yeah. to like on him because I don't really know him, but yeah. like, like I just, I... From, a, from a scouting standpoint, from everything I've seen, everybody had a fourth round grade on him. So, why why trade up 13 spots? to draft him for him
0: for him
1: for him
0: that's what i'm saying it wasn't even
1: i don't know yeah um so i'm gonna give them a minus i love bryce young pick obviously i love the mingo pick i think that's great but the dj johnson one we had to give up a draft pick to go get him which is even worse yeah and i don't know if you i I
0: don't i I don't know if you've seen the video but that's a that's a a, uh of our Evero guy he handpicked yeah, him. He I handpicked him. So yeah. maybe maybe this is one of those things where he knows better something don't. I swear yeah. to God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um and then with Atlanta, man, I gotta give you guys a solid A. I think I think you guys did good.
0: <laughs> when B shine comes to town. All the shorties want to come around. Oh God, <laughs> he's a touch that, well, Yeah, we need to end it. I'm getting sleepy. I'm getting delirious. <laughs> Folks, we've been up. Be,
1: I would have never went to Atlanta because yeah. I'm never going to get of this. You
0: ain't, you ain't going to. This is going
1: to be a season long thing that I'm never going to be able to okay. get rid of
0: for the rest of the for the rest of his career, bro. You're going to hear it, especially when he goes out there and light, lights it up and get rookie of the year. You ain't never going to hit the end of it. I'm going to go get his jersey as soon as I know what number he gets.
1: Yeah, but he uh, can't get five Drake London getting off of
0: five. Yeah, and Drake London could if he gets 15, but that would mean that Felipe Frank's got to get cut, and, you know, we should be so lucky. Hi, Hi yeah. Felipe. <laughs>
1: get rocked, you know, Felipe. Yeah, you don't get
0: to how do, – how dare you get numbers and you're on the practice squad? How dare you? I don't know. We're, we're not doing it. All right. <laughs> Folks, that was a
1: uh... that was our our uh, post draft day two reactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, apologies for the live streams. We have had technical difficulties for two days, mm-hmm. and we've tried. Uh, we'll figure it out eventually. Mm-hmm. If any of you are are YouTube savvy or stream savvy, or you know people who are. Have them have them DM us on Twitter or Instagram, um, so they can mm-hmm. help us out because we would love to have some assistance. Yeah,
0: and we I swear. Sure <laughs> as well have never done a
1: live stream before. Yeah,
0: and we swear to you guys, we will never make a promise about going live before figuring out that <laughs> how to go live. We promise you. We thought it was going to be easy. Like, oh yeah, we go live. You click a button. You make it look not- so easy. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so yeah, we promise you. We'll do our homework. We'll do our, you know, everything. We make sure everything is in place so that when we do go live, all we do have to do is hit a button and just go. So, yeah, there's that. Um, What you got to tell the people, man?
1: So when you guys see this video, it will be the next day, Sunday morning. Saturday. Um, Saturday. Oh, crap. Yeah, Saturday morning. <laughs> I'm thinking today's Saturday. Jeez. Saturday morning is when you'll see this video. Um, we're going to post it in the morning. Um, and we will give you uh, our day three reactions um, later this week. I why don't, don't we? Just, why think. don't
0: we? Why don't we just do the whole the whole draft as a whole? Like that we can grade our draft classes as a whole. Yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I, that's what I was referring to. I I, I think we'll just do a, a video where we review the whole weekend and and we'll include day three in there because day three is not that big of a deal.
0: Okay, uh, bro. We only got two pigs.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: care. We got Carolina
1: has. Yeah, Carolina has two picks. They have a fourth and a fifth. So <laughs> yeah.
0: we got a fourth, we got two sevens, and I think we got a sixth, but I don't care. Uh yeah. <laughs> but uh, um
1: yeah, and then later this week we'll also get into season previewing and training camp previewing and things like that. Um and we'll also do an episode where we get kind of hot takey on some of these some of these uh these uh additions, these draft picks. I got, a, I got a take on Bryce Young that you're going to want to be here for. Yeah. And Corey already knows yeah. what I'm talking about. He kind of hinted at it earlier, but I'm trying to keep it on the DL. Oh, you, try to, you, know, you
0: try to hold it down a little bit, you know it's, what I'm saying? A
1: special, it's a special topic for me because I think I have a fair argument to be made. And we'll get into that this week. Yeah,
0: man. But, yeah, so, uh, make sure y'all uh, like, subscribe, so y'all can, you know, be there for that. Um, again, we appreciate y'all uh, rocking with us. Even through our technical difficulties, y'all still there. even when We had 20 viewers yeah, in the live stream. 20 I don't viewers, how. Yeah, don't know Yeah, y'all were still rocking we with us. We only had us. 20 subscribers. Y'all was y'all was looking at me uh, chase my son for uh, ten minutes, you know, uh,
1: and y'all were looking at me being frozen, <laughs> and then cursing and glitching.
0: Yeah, it was a wow. it was a rough day, folks. But we appreciate it. Y'all stuck with us. Uh, thank you for your support. Um, we love y'all. Uh, make sure you continue to get the word out. Like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, listen to us on Apple uh spotify wherever you get your podcast from give us that five star review folks it helps the algorithm it pushes it out there so more people can see it and click on it and listen and love it because they're gonna love it they just need a chance to listen to it if they listen to it they're gonna love us because we're lovable people and this is a lovable podcast we spread nothing but love and positivity here except for will levis um but you know he's all right now <laughs> <laughs> He's all right He's, all right. He's all right. He's all right. Judging by that lady he had on his arm last night, he' doing more than all right. But uh, yeah, we gonna we gonna leave it at, we, gonna, <laughs> we gonna leave it at that, man. Uh, on behalf of my guy TJ, I'm Corey. Until next time, folks.